dead or alive, you're coming with me, and this is a podcast. Hello, welcome to Cape Crisis. I just watched RoboCop again this weekend. Probably one of the worst openings. The original RoboCop. There was a comic book too. I'm Henry Gilbert, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. Quick, ask Chris what he's doing. Chris, what the fuck are you doing? I did that. Without even thinking, I'm so embarrassed. Like, I just loaded up threes and started playing. Threes? How dare you, Chris? We are 30 in... seconds into the show. I, yeah, yeah. I, I was even listening. I can do both. How dare you, Chris Antista, co-host of this episode. Mm-hmm. Hi. And then also our regular third man. The third man, like Orson Welles. I can just stop coming. Brad Elston. <laughs> You're yes. always welcome, Brad. Yeah. I always want you here. All right. And the one person I didn't want here. (laughs) Sorry, I was was looking for a good segue. My brother in tag, in the tag division. Yeah, there you go. My Ezekiel, no. (laughs) Ah, I'm trying to think of a good segue. You should find that Venom soundboard. It was a hit. Whatever. Hey, Dave Rodden. Thank you. I just Googled Venom soundboard. I was going to make myself Darren Young and that you're, I can't remember. Uh, Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> he, he barks, but way more intimidatingly than that. Millions of dollars. I miss that song. Now they're all broken up, and one guy will be like the top guy in SmackDown, and the other guy will be like a jobber on main event. How is there a Mysterio soundboard? Uh, it's from yeah, that's from I played some of those. His voice is the worst. So don't. Don't your endless battles. I backed away from that one. Oh, man, oh man, that Rey Mysterio. He really has changed. <laughs> <laughs> he is about ready to leave the country. So. Yeah. Not my fault. He will dress yeah. up like comic. Ray Mysterio is a big comic nerd. Yeah. Like I oh, love yeah. his. Well, he always goes crazy at Mania. Like he wears a crazy Mania costume, uh, or or just for a big pay per view event, he'll get a specialty costume. He's done Captain America. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's done Heath Ledger with Joker. Uh, he did <laughs> Spider Man back in the the WCW days, huh. and also on Halloween Havoc '97. He had an overall bodysuit costume that was, um, oh, the 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 guy Billy Zane played in the that, Phantom, the Phantom, oh, wow. Slam Evil, the all purple outfit of <laughs> the Phantom. Just the Phantom area of Universal Studios was the saddest part. What that comic strip lane or whatever where it's oh, like yeah. oh, Betty and Boop and the Phantom <laughs> next to shaking hands with Kathy. Yes, and yes, horrible. Yes, and it's like meanwhile Hogwarts is casting a literal shadow over this entire ghetto. <laughs> Dude, my mom, my parents were in town this weekend. She mentioned Universal and like, like, did you? How'd you like? Because my mom, my mom is basically Kathy, so I, I asked her like, and my mom is totally out of touch with everything. Everything. What would you think of the comic strip alley? Oh, that was sad. Wow. <laughs> like a woman in her, like a either in her sixties or approaching, recognized who could tell? Who recognized could, uh, that shit is sad. Does she have a son? You could ask. Might know that information. I, did I t- did I tell you how I disappointed my parents this weekend? No. Oh, this is a dumb story, but I've been dealing with it all day. Uh, um, did you see? I didn't tweet the picture. My for the first time in three years, I've been been I've been a bike rider for three years, mm-hmm. riding my bike to work every day, and then oh wait, uh, I. All of a sudden, finally, my bike tire was stolen. Yes, it was. Jesus, suck at this. Uh, my bike tire was stolen, and that's and I, my and Heidi admired my reaction to it. It's like, oh well, Tyler's window, like car window, has been broken into like six hundred times. Oh yeah, I I cannot believe it's taken this long. <laughs> I was overdue. 
I'll get another tire. So they just like unscrew the tire. From Dude, the front we were or? in a restaurant for like forty five minutes with a giant open window. I have wow. no idea what they did, but it is a really sad sight to walk out and see that. And I didn't give a shit. And then I realized, oh, I'm eating with my parents. And they walk out, and my the, my dad's jaw dropped. I'm like they oh. robbed my son. <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> the victim here is the innocence of everyone. He was he. They were dumbfounded, and it just bothers me that that is their perception yeah. of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do? You want to call the FBI? Like, no, not at all. Yeah. Not at it all. wasn't the uh, dozens of naked gay men uh, <laughs> at the Did Golden Gate. Did that really girl. offend you? No, no, it didn't offend me. I'm just more. I was just more thinking like. Like, I live next to the Castro. Like, I'm used to going there. Like, yeah, it's fine. I don't care. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like, there was just something, an, an extra layer of it that's like, this is like tourist attraction they, to the world. Yeah. And I you're, you're gathered in a giant naked group. It's just like, this is inappropriate. Yeah. Whether it's guys, ladies, doesn't matter. Like, so we were in not the, here. Parents were in town, did all touristy shit, and we're in the wharf of San Francisco. And just like, a legion of naked cyclists ride by. And I did realize my sister was on her way to the bathroom. I love fucking with my sister. Never before have I had the amazing chance to expose her to dozens of dicks <laughs> in order to tease so. my sister. Like, we have upped the game. And I'm like, Lauren, don't go to the bathroom yet. <laughs> yes! Yes! This is the best. Oh, that's pretty funny. And there's uh, a picture of it on my Instagram with my, a bunch of new dudes in front of my, the Golden Gate yeah. Bridge. Yeah, it doesn't bother me necessarily. It was just like the concept you of You could have like, done it anywhere in the city, but they did it to shock people yeah, who aren't from the city. And it's like, that's just like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. I yeah, that was why I was afraid to go into the city with my parents. I was like, God, I don't want to see this with my parents. It was bad enough the first time they came to visit me. I you know I hadn't been out of the home for more oh, than a got year. It. Got it out of the home. Out of the home. Yeah, <laughs> they, they let me out. And I started a new life here with their government assistance. But um, but outside, when I when they came to visit for the first time, and we're like, all right, let's go out to dinner. <laughs> And they pick me up at my job, and they're driving me. I haven't been dri- I haven't been like driven in a car in a long time in over a year. Have you seen Driven with Sylvester Stallone? Not at that point. And, uh, <laughs> and we're at a stoplight, and there's this this we're stuck at the stoplight. We're just looking around. There's this homeless old lady with like a bag next to her sitting down, mm-hmm. and then this big like bearded homeless teen. Like gutter punk guy just runs up and kicks her bag and it kicks her in the face. Wow! Your and then mother? just no the, oh. the the homeless lady. Okay. And just runs off. And this is a block from where I work. And my mom keeps had been worrying since I got the job. She's like, "Oh, are you gonna be okay? You walk home at late at night." Yeah. And, and then she saw this. I'm like, that rarely ever happens. Yeah, that sucks. I had to explain it to my parents. Like, this isn't typical. I swear. Yeah. I, God, and I just oh. I, that was the that was my send off to them. Like, well, picking up my bike and a walk. Anyway, I've been lucky enough seven and a half years here, no parent visit. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, they had to ask for my address again this past Christmas, and I'm like, same place I've been for the past seven years. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny, but yeah, uh, mm. you must go visit them. Very oh, great yeah. I do, I do. I do. Guys, we should talk about comic books. Hey. Okay. What have you guys been reading? Well, uh, since the last week, uh, not much. I, I, I <laughs> no, stumbled no, on I, something I, I would like you guys' opinion on um, a little bit. Like the new Captain America movie's coming out, right? Yes. And, and I was sort of... Uh, it stemmed Some from a conversation so. at work, and it was... It 
was tying into Age of Ultron a little bit, but it was more about it, it, it turned to Captain America and like we were talking about Age of Ultron and the ramifications it put on the the Marvel universe and all the other like AVX, all that stuff. And there's always minor trickles that end up defining the series, but the mm. big the big Marvel story to me, and just as a, a recent person who's reading a lot of comics, would have been Civil War. Like, yeah. Civil yeah. War was spoken about and ramifications were seen for like the next five years, if not right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I had read the first issue and had forgotten about it. And it's just like, that's Captain America's defining moment. Of for, this generation, i say, yeah. yeah. And but, I just want to see if you guys were with me on that. Like... Is that is that fair to say? I mean, it was definitely pitched as such. Like it was because mm-hmm. that was 06 when it happened, and it was pitched as a big. This is a rift that will last years. But but did but the, what we were talking about is that this actually did. Yeah, it it did, it, it, it did and it seemed and it's so innocuous. This like Ultron's coming back. He's the ultimate fucking weapon, and he's gonna bring down the whole universe. And this is just like they asked superheroes to register. Yeah, and, and for oh, some yeah, reason, yeah. like that, that has spread and is st- it still permeates everything. There's still like glimmers of Tony Stark being a tyrant. It's uh, yeah, in the Marvel it's, universe. It's mostly out of a system at this point. They pretty much the characters have, they'll reference it to reference it. Yeah, but, uh, it's kind of moved on. But at it this lasted point. longer. It did. It, 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 it lasted the stage like, for more. Things. At least '06 through like even 2010, it was mm. still kind of a thing. It mm-hmm. made a big deal of it when Heroic Age started to say like, yeah. the "Civil War is over. The Registration Act is done. You can be secreted again." Mm-hmm. There was a great moment in a recent uh, uh, Superior Spider-Man, I think it was 27 point now, Mm -hmm. where they're trying to go like, hey, Spider-Man, you have to let us look in your brain. We're suspicious of you. And then he had the great comeback of like, hey, my secrets are mine. Isn't that what we have the whole Civil War for, Captain America? That's that's what brought it up, because I did read that, and he mentioned, yeah, he mentioned that. And now that I'm rereading Civil War, I can't wait to see how they retcon Peter Parker uh, well, that was that was outside of Civil War. Was... No, it's in Civil War. No, I mean the retcon. The retcon mm-hmm. was the Mephisto thing. The devil arrested. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't read it yet. It's not in Civil War. Oh, okay. No, it happens. Oh, out... that's that's part of that. Yeah, erased because... his memory, but he publicly outed himself pub- as Peter, no, Peter he Parker. Pub- he came, he came out mm-hmm. in uh, issue... so brave. So brave in issue two of Civil War, but then that was also told in I think Frontline issue two is the cover that is. Parker taking his mask off, uh-huh. and he looks a lot like Dane Cook. That was a, <laughs> is a terrible drawing on that cover. Like it's really bad. Like, I, yeah. I actually like that. That like the smirk. That's on not his, what Peter looks like. I though. know it, it's Dane Cook. Like because this is 06, he was really hot, and it yeah. seemed like that's them trying to do that. So and, when, anyway, when but, he shot webs, did he do the bad finger? What was uh, it? What is it? This? Super finger. <laughs> super, yeah, super, I'm super sure, fire. I'm sure he did. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, but he comes oh, out. But awful. then, yeah, the repercussions of that are basically everything. Mm-hmm. About, uh, a hundred different what if comics told us what happened is mm-hmm. people go after Aunt May and Mary Jane, and he, then he gets angry and puts on the black costume because Spider-Man Three was coming out, which ruins my collection because now he's in every toy what? and every poster and every comic oh, book. But Civil War, that's not canon. How did the world? No, forget? it is canon. How did it the is canon. The world forgot. Because they wrote themselves into a shitty corner where mm-hmm. no one could get out of this horrible situation with Aunt May basically about to, uh, basically dead, mm-hmm. Parker on the run. Everybody knows. Everyone knows who he is. His life and, is over. Yeah, and it's like, uh, can you, uh, Mephisto? Can you solve this for me? Can you make everyone uh, forget who I am? Though technically, Mephisto did do that, but as continuity actually counts, it was Reed Richards. 
Doctor Strange and Tony Stark worked together to erase his, his identity from everyone's memory. What? That was in... Did you read Omit 1? I uh, did. The, in that one, they explain the continuity reason that nobody remembers, which is that like Peter Parker said, Hey, my Aunt May, we saved her life. Like She almost died, and then we they resuscitated her, and she didn't die, and she was on the mend. And... He said, please, you got to take back my secret. I got to take back my secret identity. Please, please, please. And they're like, well, if anyone's earned it, it's Peter. And then, like, the Science Brothers uh, team up. Reed Reed and Tony team up to erase him Mm -hmm. from everywhere, every record of him unmasking. And then Doctor Strange is like, well, then I'll erase it from everyone's memory. And so nobody remembered except for Peter and Mary Jane. But so did Mephisto actually do it or not? Mephisto did do it, but he did it by Under slightly altering events. Okay. Uh, a, a, a character that is basically Mephisto, like or an agent of Mephisto, alters the course of events like twice in their lives. That Spider-Man's life happens exactly the same, right? Except for when Mephisto fucks with it. Those two times, and one of those times led to Peter then convincing Doctor Strange okay. and Tony. Got it. But anyway, Civil War doesn't count for that. It's not playing. No. I, uh, but yeah, Civil War, that was the only real cop-out fix to Civil War. All the rest, well, at but least. But dude, it, it was like, that comic was awful. Like, mm-hmm. Amazing no, Spider-Man it, was really shitty. It was a mistake to do it. It was, it was that was the most... Uh, and it led to Brand New Day, which Cover is, grabbing, yeah. yeah. It's hard piecing all this together in my my head, considering I've read, this, I've read all this in the last two years, like yeah. out of order. No, you've read the repercussions. Read great stories of like the War. other and uh, everything else that was going on at that time. Yeah, you should just just read. Well, that's a, that's the thing. If, if there are so many other lines in the Civil War uh, saga that I've, I, I feel mm-hmm. like I've read like. 60% of what was happening around Civil War, but not Civil War proper. Civil War was great, and it was, it had, good. It was the one of the few times where it actually did like have the repercussions it promised. Mm-hmm. But I think it was because like they, it was so heavily planned. Like mm-hmm. they, they planned it out more than most of oh, their yeah. mega events. I Every think. time something goes on sale, it's like, ooh, that's a nice cover. That's a nice cover. Oh shit! That like half blue issue, uh-huh. uh, the Civil War. Civil yeah, well, War. I like that cover dynamic. No, I do. T- I do too. But it's it's it, it's one of those things that pulls me back. Like, oh shit! This is there's not going to be like a, a, st- a storyline here other than Civil War. They also and the, then they followed it up with World War Hulk. Yeah, they just kind of had diminishing returns after that because mm. they they promised, oh, this will be the next Civil War, yeah. and it was never as big. Well, this, it doesn't really fit for Question of the Week because I don't want everybody to say Winter Soldier. But I did want to see what, what was his recommended Captain America reading. Okay, Winter have, Soldier. Having read Winter Soldier, just keep reading Brubaker. I think I read it. I had your omnibus. Yeah, it's really kind of it. Yeah, it's, and I'm not sure if there's anything else. There. Has I anybody mean, read could, the new stuff? I haven't read the new news. The now Rick Remender is not bad. Uh, I would also suggest so most of this is on Comicsology. Mm-hmm. Is go read the Mark Wade '90s Cap. Yep, mm. it's cheaper and it's decent. Pretty great. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot, it, especially for its time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before in an era where comics were sliding fast uh, with their quality, when, when like, Cap had been like this old fuddy duddy yeah, all this time, it was it was very exciting and espionage and secret agent stuff. So mm-hmm. it was good. And I have to balance that out. I feel like an A number one jerk. Um, 
you know Comixology is going to have a sale like the week before Cap comes out with like every, everything yeah. on sale but yeah. like eh, I need it now I need um, it now I finally read that Adventures of Superman Joker two-parter mm-hmm. thing and it was awesome yeah it's pretty cool uh, and I didn't realize that that was part of a series that's weekly yeah yeah when they're digital weekly they don't series. bother yeah. with having separate covers yeah the covers um, were the same mm-hmm. and it was like well this is actually really neat it's and it digital was, only it's always 99 cents 99 cents and uh, you read it letterbox style you hold the thing mm-hmm. sideways uh, but no, it was exactly what I wanted. I feel like a month or two ago, I asked Henry, like, what is what is the Joker and Superman's relationship? And you actually said, I just don't think he's a good audience for Joker. Uh, like, Superman won't put up with that nonsense. And some of the lines that mm-hmm. Superman has, it's not it's not so much the, oh, I don't have a code, I'll kill if I have to. It was yeah. more just the complete character You're deconstruction funny. where he's like... You're kind of stupid. Like, <laughs> like you're you're what a kid thinks is cool. You're nobody. And Joker's like, but, <laughs> but shut up. Yeah. And he just like, and he's just really. It's amazing watching mm-hmm. Superman just be like, yeah, I guess I am kind of stuck up, huh? Oh, that's all I needed. <laughs> Disarmed. What? Yeah, yeah like, I disarmed everything. While I can he was hear. I can talking. hear every bomb you planted in the city. Like it's an amazing. It's two two dollars is the whole story. It's yeah. absolutely it's worth really cool. reading. It's Adventures that. of Superman forty and forty one. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it's a 99 cent weekly series that was great and I am I'm not sure I've ever given you a recommendation I before. read the shit out of it it was great wow um, the art was really good the writing was good oh it was from the guy who did Chronicle Max, Max Landis, Landis. Yeah. Um, and I am caught up with Animal Man everyone hey I just, I just don't <laughs> olay, olay, I just didn't olay, know olay. the meta level at, at least there's no more Animal Man in comicsology. yep but you know. apparently it ends that whenever the next issue comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you won't have to worry about that DC book anymore. But it, it <laughs> but it oh. did, it did end with the space alien going, "Your time is up, Animal Man." <laughs> so it is yeah. like, and off he goes into space. Okay, so yeah. But Animal Man uh, to close the loop. I, as far as I know, I'm caught up. I just didn't know it was ending the next issue. Which, mm. sure, you might as well pull the plug on it because I don't want to see Animal Man flying through space. Like, you had a great thing, and I mean, I feel like Rot World set it off course, mm-hmm. but it pulls back. There's like volume one, volume two, strong. I'd say probably then volume four would end up being. Well, volume four is probably Rot World, I guess at that point. Volume three was fine until it gets to Rot World. Who cares? You know, Animal Man's funny. Yeah, I was reading through my uh, my free DC comics that uh, uh, yeah. uh, the single issues like of uh, I, I of Forever Evil, the Forever Evil Justice League books, and Justice League of America, and Superman Unchained, and Superman and Wonder Woman. I, I don't know. Just Did Unchained of... ever get any better? I stopped. Nah, not really. Right. I don't know. Is it over? No, but it will oh. be. It will be soon. This volume wasn't that great, but it just feels. I don't know. The whole it's supposed to be this interconnected universe, but I really feel like that's holding it back. Like it just mm. it feels like they're sacrificing these stories, just uh, sacrificing storytelling, mm. just to have like, oh, this is happening. And th- th- the lamest one was I read uh, the Green Lantern Corps book, mm-hmm. and the, it was one where uh, Kara L, uh, Supergirl, had become a Red Lantern. And then it said on the cover, like it was like, oh wow, Kara L is a Red Lantern. That's interesting. I open up the book, first page. It says like, how is she a Red Lantern? Find out in two weeks in Supergirl. Like what? Yeah, what the f- it's didn't not she, even out. Didn't she kill Lobo or something recently? She might have. I forgot I, to catch up with Lobo. I feel like that was on the cover. That so. Lobo guy's lame. The new one? New Lobo sucks. Mm. Uh, what else did I? Oh, I, I based solely off of like. 
I never bothered with Avengers Arena because I was like, who cares? Uh-huh. Such a, it doesn't look appealing at all. But then when I found out it was arcade making a motor a murder world and pulls Battle all Royale. these, and I'm like, oh, I love arcade and I love mm. that mm. dumb shit. So I don't know arcade. Spider Man and the X Men Super NES game. No, We're, he's a rich midget who oh. builds deadly, <laughs> deadly death traps. Yeah, he, so he imagine never kills just, anybody. Imagine a dude that just has a wears a ridiculous like regular white suit, mm-hmm. but is like this cackling idiot who builds <laughs> elaborate death traps and never successfully kills anyone. Yeah, right. but his his whole goal is mm-hmm. uh, he's an assassin for hire. Someone says, "I want you to kill Daredevil." I'll give you $800 million to build a ridiculous death trap specified towards Daredevil. You trick him and get him inside of it. I think he's in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Good luck. It, it's that kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. But then this is basically, he takes 12 or 16, or who cares, young uh, young teen heroes. Including from, Runaways. Including characters. Runaways characters, Dark Hawk, who's there Avengers for some reason. Academy. Avengers Academy, people who don't matter and then uh, hey, X-23 like is in there yeah. but then it's basically like he kidnaps them and does Hunger Games and there's even a cover that is a straight up Hunger Games um, ripoff well their first cover was a Battle Royale ripoff yeah. so and it is it totally yeah, is Battle well, Royale that's slash... why I keep looking at it yeah and it actually oh. I read the first issue and it oh. definitely has a strong like the first issue has a great hook when it ends you're like blah mm-hmm. that's a character that I think they invented a character dies in the first issue that I don't think they've been around for a long time but at least a few years and i was like oh i guess they're dead now uh but it was cool uh, so i'm gonna keep reading that's on marvel unlimited that's why i'm bothering because i don't have to pay for it okay. you know i like with arcade that i i know at least one time he he knocked out spider-man and the x-men and then he woke up inside a giant pinball machine yeah that's actually yeah and i and i thought to myself just now like it's hard to kill back? him. If he knocked him unconscious, just shoot him in the head. No, he, that, I think he talks. I think he mentions that because I've read the issues where that happens. Why he didn't just kill them? Because that, he... that Super NES game, there are yeah. panels that it references uh, from okay. that game that are like, I think he says like, well, yeah, if I wanted to just kill him, but that's not mm. the point. Like, I see. You hire, like, I'm, I do this. I don't just shoot people in the head because <laughs> that's stupid. Uh-huh. Like, I'm no, Ella, no, I, no return business. He's like, I'm above that. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah right. but then the uh, Sega CD Spider-Man game, you actually get trapped in a giant pinball machine, <laughs> which was in a VG Empire two years ago. Spectacular Spider uh, songs. See, I didn't, uh, I didn't play the Sega CD. Yeah, one. I had another but... reason why I want to stream all the time. Just wanted the Sega CD <laughs> it, Spider-Man. It I don't want to play it alone. It's a great game. <laughs> I could probably beat it. It is funny to think back on like Sega had the exclusive mm-hmm. Spider-Man rights at one time. Like, yeah, they kind of the shitty situation we're in now. Now Sony has it. Sega play well, not the games. Like well, the games are pretty games. terrible. We'll see if they're not how the next one is. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the, like it was that weird time where Sega bought bought the, had a, like a spending spree of like, okay, we're getting the yeah. who's the one of the biggest names in baseball, Tommy Lasorda. Right. I mean, John. it was a, it was a very <laughs> I don't know about that. to make a modern analog. It's like. <laughs> It's not unlike what Microsoft did, where they're yeah. like, we're going to buy our way into mm-hmm. the games was, industry to catch up to Sony, and Sega was like, Sega of America was, we're going to buy our way into the West. And, and we're to a degree that then they just found what made, what worked for them, which yeah. were not not the licensed games, really. Yeah. But, but uh, it was true. There was like uh, Buster Douglas boxing. There was Joe Montana sports Joe Mon- talk football. Yeah, there football. was... Uh, other Michael things. Michael Jackson. Uh, well, Michael Jackson. Disney. Sorry, you got to mention their Disney arrangement. Yeah, Disney, Disney too. Games. Yeah, Disney and yeah, Spider Man. They mm-hmm. had that all locked up, mm-hmm. and then well, they didn't have it locked up because they did. Because uh, what was that? Acclaim did uh, Spider Man and the X Men. Yeah, yeah. 
but maybe, maybe, maybe was, uh, the solo Spider-Man games were the sole territory of Sega, wasn't it? Yeah. No, I definitely remember playing a Game Boy one and an NES one. Like there were, but Sega made their own mm. Spider-Man yeah, games, so they would weird, be exclusive. Like, yeah, because there was that Spider-Man Game Boy game that was around the same time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I just caught up on The Walking Dead. So I think at the time of this, it's one twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're like two thirds through. Going up four weeks from now. Dude. Oh, I'm nuts. <laughs> um, so it's like two. They're two thirds through the all-out war. Mm-hmm. So it's like a little slow right now. It, I think like the next issue or two, like crap hit the fan. Um, I thought, but I thought it, what happened was interesting. Yeah, um, I, I, like uh, they found another way to spread the zombie virus, which was mm-hmm. pretty rad. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and dissension in the ranks, and uh, it, was yeah. a good, it was a good issue, I thought. Oh yeah, yeah. There's some of that too. Um, some people dying who you don't particularly really remember <laughs> or care for, but yeah, there's like interesting things happening around the fridges. Mm-hmm. People, so, yeah. Having only read the first omnibus mm-hmm. and not really feeling the need to keep going, uh, here's how I want the series to end. Okay. <laughs> They wake up and it was a dream. No! No. All an autistic kid snow globe. <laughs> no. Uh, well, I, he was in a coma the whole time. Yeah, yeah, he wakes up in the hospital. What a crazy dream. Where's my <laughs> wife and kids? Um, but no, I think it'd be fun to end it is, uh, the, um, I don't know. There's like, I don't even know who's alive anymore, but uh, I don't know. Everyone's, who's left alive is in a hole somewhere. And then the bad guys, who whoever's bad at the time is like, we're going to get you. <laughs> He'd be a great writer. I know. Here comes here comes the zombie virus. We're gonna turn you into zombies. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Uh, my master plan finally, and then it backfires. And then uh, just anyone who's left in the story, they all just become zombies. And the last like seven pages are just all of them shambling around with no dialogue. And then the show it just ends. It does seem a little fun. I do wish they. Follow, Maybe the whole last issue is just follow them. the life of a zombie that I recognize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be, that would be. Really and that's how I picture the last. The whole last issue should just be like, what do they do? And they just like watching someone who you've felt their plight for the last hundred issues just like bang their head into a door. Do they for sleep? a whole issue? We don't know. Hmm. Eh. Do they have families? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they do move. So in addition to that, I I started reading Mouse as well <laughs> as the new issue of WWE, the comic book. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. CM Punk is on the cover, which is a little awkward. Uh, So I'll report back on how Mouse and WWE (laughs) the comic are the next time I'm on this show. I really wish that... I want a traditional uh, eighth grade book report on Mouse. Okay. I really wish that when I had... uh, I got to interview Jerry Lawler at that last event we were at, I didn't know Jerry Lawler was such a comic nerd. Mm. Is he? He owns a uh, a 1966 Batmobile. Like he, he owns really? one in his collection of classic wow. cars. Like the Corvette? He is a comic artist. Like wow. he's drawn like not he's, a great he one. A comic. He's not a great one though. But uh, he buy his shirts. Yeah. But he's a big comic nerd, and mm-hmm. I wanted to ask him like, hey, who's the bigger comic nerd in WWE? You or CM Punk? Because CM Punk worked at a comic shop. He loves comics. He's he talks like he has Twitter conversations with Ed yeah. Brubaker and Jason, Jason Aaron. Like, he's reading a lot of comics right now. Yeah, I would bet. And speaking of Walking Dead, he's apparently going to make that's, a, that's true. A, his first post WWE appearance as Phil Brooks mm-hmm. on Talking Dead next week. Really? Yeah. That's, uh, that's what he's saying. We'll see if what WWE has to say Phil to that. Brooks. 
And you know that Chris Hardwick will, will ask the hard-hitting questions. Oh, yeah. Man. Uh, what was it like uh, doing stand-up comedy? <laughs> Let me tell you how it was like for me. You know when they do the check drop? It's uh, <laughs> fucking hate. I, yeah. Stop it. No, how... how He's a nice man. No, no, keep going. I want to hear one outburst. <laughs> right. He is a he is a very nice man. But how average can one <laughs> podcast be to be so fucking popular like the Nerdist one, man? It's just look. And then he got and then he's turned it into like such huge success. He has that ad midnight show and then the Nerdist show, like from just like mediocrity like just pure mediocrity with a nice haircut and a lot of positivity coming up later Henry Reed's answers off his phone (laughs) (laughs) alright you know guys maybe it's time for a break is it would you say Uh, sure yeah yeah let's go alright well why don't we take a break when we come back some comic news those aforementioned answers to questions and a new question of the week back in a sec Hey everybody, welcome to the break for this episode of Cave Crisis on the Laser Time Podcast Network. It's time for me to say thank you for listening to the show. I appreciate every listener. All your time is greatly valued and I love seeing uh, comments whenever they show up on the site. They they make me feel warm inside, even if you disagree with me on how awful Man of Steel is. Uh, So, if you you love hearing me talk about it stuff and want to support... Cape Crisis and the rest of the Laser Time Network, there's so many ways you can do it. Go to lasertimepodcast.com. On the left side of the screen, you'll see a link to PayPal, and below that, a link to a t shirt store. You can just give whatever money you like or buy a t shirt, and a little bit of cash comes our way and helps us out. Or you can go on the right side of the screen and see links to Amazon. Buy anything through Amazon, like the pack of socks I bought last week. And as long as you do it through that link, we'll get some money. And it'll help us out. Also, if you are listening to this on iTunes, be sure to subscribe. And be sure to give us a new review. I think we've had one recently. Please, please, please. More reviews would be great. And lastly, it's time for the Hank's Corner Pick of the Week. This week's I'm going to go with Superior Foes of Spider-Man, which the first collection just came out. It's a really interesting, low-key, like, side book to Superior, like... The whole superior status quo almost doesn't matter. Like, it's just a fun book starring B-level Marvel villains who... Who doesn't love those guys? You know, DC has done a lot of great work building up its B-level villains, but now it's time for Spider-Man to do the same. So check that out. The first volume is out now. You can buy that through a link on this episode's page on lasertimepodcast.com. And now, back to the rest of the show... Hey guys, welcome back. Did you happen to see that Barack Obama between two ferns? (laughs) I thought it was funny that because Scott Aukerman directed it and he's... A running joke on comedy Bang Bang is to talk about Barack Hussein Obamacare (laughs) destroying America. And so to make a Between Two Ferns that was about advertisinghealthcare.gov, which then went like, I love that 
Zachary Galifianakis like rolls his eyes when yeah. it comes to the healthcare price. Like, what are you here to promote? <laughs> so what's that number? And they put it up on screen, and it's an 800 number, but they spell it out, O-N-E. Yeah, phonetic. <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool of the president. I don't think, uh, I don't think George W. Bush... You, not my president would have done that. <laughs> I'm trying to find my old anger. I, I want more than anything George W. Bush, and I know, I know he has a minute mm-hmm. to become a popular fixture of talk shows. <laughs> you, you, you know, once he can, he can separate from whatever his le- legacy is. Yeah. He, he, just looking at his paintings, like there is something interesting to you that nobody knows about and you probably have never said a real thing in the last 20 years yeah you're dying to come out and there is some part of me that is like yeah i hate a lot of things he did Mm -hmm. but uh and i don't think he carried himself particularly well in a lot of cases (laughs) um but then that's what you misunderestimated yeah but (laughs) there is something like i still feel in some way he was forced into being president yeah he had did not want it at all and it was kind of like yeah i I'm good being governor. Yeah, that's fine. No, and no one bothers me in Florida. Don't, no, don't make me president. So Texas. Only Texas. obligation he oh, has. Texas. He has His brother fuck, was he has Florida. Fuck you, money yeah. for days. Never gonna. What else can you do in your political career? Mm. Yeah, I'm but, gonna run. Yeah, for there's Congress. just some part of me that's like, yeah, just can you just go be on shows yeah, for like a yeah, year like, and mm-hmm. just talk? Oh shit, George W. Bush is on Talking Dead tonight. It's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah. it's I just, really like this one. I love Glenn. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the sinister fucking colonel. It's so funny. It's so funny. Um, George ha, W. Ha, Bush. Ha. So what do we do in the show, guys? We talk about some comic book news oh, yes. for a change. Uh, you know what? Let's talk about that Flash costume. It looks like Affleck's Daredevil costume. Yep. With in a, a not good way. I just thought we moved beyond that. Beyond that armored. 90s leather, leather outfit. Well, yeah. X-Men 1 Daredevil era, like, this leather armor thing. Well, it's maroon, too. It's just like... Ugh. But you were saying because it's... Okay, so it's an Arrow. Mm-hmm. An yeah. Arrow... It's in the Arrow universe. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it's his show, or he's showing up in the Arrow show? He's getting his own show. Oh, he is. It's oh. a spinoff, but uh, yeah. That's so has it. he already shown up in Arrow? I believe so. I, I feel really guilty. I, w- I should. I watched the first episode and was kind of bored by it, but I mean, that's most pilots, Everybody talks about, so. yeah, everybody talks about Arrow's now. And right. hasn't recommended it, so. Yeah. I watched the first one out of like, oh, I'll try, and then I, mm. yeah, whatever. But, I, I firmly believe it could have got better. But I definitely think it's worth checking out on, on Netflix. They got the whole first season. Probably just jumping. It's just, on Hulu, too, I think, so you can stay up to date. Maybe I should just check out what people say. Like, what's the episode that turned the corner in the first sure. season? And this, check that out and see if I like it. But, yeah, the I, I don't know. It's just so... His head looks so big. Maybe it's the angle. It's probably the, the angle, the but is this Wally West? Is this Barry Burton? Uh, it, Barry, Barry, Barry Burton. Burton. That's, that's Resident Evil. <laughs> Barry Allen. Barry Allen. You're too inside. I've been, uh, been playing Resident <laughs> Evil games. Uh, no, it was yeah, it was uh, it was Barry Allen is the is the one and and also one of those uh, scary uh, scary oh no could this person be black casting news <laughs> is that uh, Wally West his sidekick who then became the Flash sure. he the they, I don't believe he has been cast but the actor who plays his father has been cast and he is the uh, oh, I'm so disappointed I forget his name but the African American actor from. Law. He was one of the uh, detectives on Law and Order, and he was in Rent. He was uh, Tom Collins in Rent. Huh? Tom Collins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But he got AIDS. 
Hmm. No, he was one of the non-AIDS havers. Got it. <laughs> you clearly see my knowledge of Rent. It does not he, extend beyond Team He America. sings, uh, oh, what's the, oh, yeah. Uh, what other musicals was he in? He was in a lot. He was a Broadway performer. <laughs> Law and Order got a lot of Broadway performers. Did you know? <laughs> like, that's where Jerry Orbach was very famous first as a Broadway performer. And what, what, what kind of shows? Uh, let's see. That's Entertainment. Mm. Uh, that's I'm entertaining. Not, I'm not, I'm not going to explain all this to you. <laughs> so if, if this character, uh, mm. if the mother is cast as a white woman, then mm. the child could be a Tom Collins mix. Right? <laughs> oh, boy. That is good. That is good. Sorry. I don't have my... Uh, also, in uh, new comic book news... Oh, yeah. So did you see Chris... Hmm. The return of Bill Watterson? Yeah, in the form of a movie poster. And then he did a phone interview for that co- for that he, for the movie. He has done a couple interviews lately. That's I think that's it's very weird heartening. It's weird to see him come out of his shell. I I get I read one interview with him where he said like, you know, hey, why don't you do more Calvin and Hobbes? Mm-hmm. Somebody asked why don't you do more Calvin and Hobbes? He says, yeah, I think people it makes sense that people would want more of a thing that they like, but it's over and I don't want to do it I anymore. Am perfect with that. I am totally but, fine with that. But you're an artist. You're Don't an you artist. want to do something? You're hilarious. Your insights are invaluable to us as a society. Yeah. Uh, in Calvin and Hobbes, you clearly, like, what it, I want to talk to him about it. Are you sure you're just not feeling lazy with your money? But my art, <laughs> you draw a painting every year. Mm-hmm. Like, most people don't have that luxury. Like, what if, yeah. you, what if you try to do something different for, like, can you imagine if he mounted an animated show? Yeah. Even, but he even, had like 20 years uh, that he could have created anything yeah. just on his own and that he didn't put out anything in that mm-hmm. time. And that then when you see that drawing, and it's a fine drawing, but it is just like very cartoony. Like it's just his art hasn't what matured. I'd, I'd rather detail to him is like you didn't like the press syndicate. Mm-hmm. So yeah. here is right. how a web comic works. Yeah. Where that you can control and do whatever you want and control the size of the panel and what's being said and when this is published and what colors go where. Yeah. All of this can be controlled by you. So everything I've heard, I know everything you've complained about because I've read literally yeah. every word you've ever said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he also, he definitely seemed like a real Luddite in, yeah. in his book, especially in the, in the 10th anniversary book. But that's the thing. You don't have to consider that. You, mm. Your canvas is whatever you want and it gets scanned and brought to us. Mm-hmm. And whatever way you see fit, yeah. you get to define that. I get the feeling that he re- he also really treasures his privacy. True. And if uh, the proprietors of the most popular webcomic, at least to us, Penny Arcade, are any indication, mm-hmm. you can't you can't post a comic online and just be like, "All right, here it is, guys." It speaks for itself. Don't <laughs> ask me about it. It's just there. <laughs> I wish he could do that. They wouldn't have to have a Twitter presence. Like, yeah. it can could, be on his. He terms. still totally could. It's like here's a site. There's no comments. Yeah, there's like, no. There's no way to interact with this. Yeah. You can read it, or he could just publish. Just publish a book. Like here's I, a book. Here's a bunch of drawings I did. I feel like I'm saying look this in him. anger, but I love this man so much. I looked into buying his artwork. <laughs> and it's like, well, I would be in debt for like a couple years, it's, but it's not. It's not completely different from someone buying a car yeah. or I, an original. I love him that much. Or an original Carl Barks. You know, yeah. Carl Barks only painted so many, and then he died. And like, yeah. he's not making any new ones. Same thing's gonna happen with Bill Watterson someday. No, we I, will never die. <laughs> don't say that. Dude. I don't think it, I. Yeah, I. 
I feel like Spider-Man. He has a responsibility Ooh. to share his artistic power with the rest of us. Like, just do good. I just want to see what he just makes something. Like, even if it's not a comic, he's a brilliant writer. Yeah, he's he's he is good. I don't and, understand it. But yeah, he's definitely a luddite. Like his, his the the dad character was him a lot of mm. times when he would talk about how much he just hated television yes. or like Deliver popularity milk polls. Milk character. I love those. <laughs> well, some of my favorites were the one where Calvin would come up and say like, "Dad, you're not testing well with the audiences here." You got I, I never. I, those were always the most boring to me as a kid. As an adult, I find it hilarious that a kid walks up to their dad, "Man, you're down in the polls right now. <laughs> Everybody hates you." Maybe if you took up smoking a cigar, that's pretty popular right now. <laughs> and which it. it Man, reading that now, it's like, he really did hate his bosses. <laughs> he really hated his bosses. And but was that was not- back when newspapers were flush with cash, yeah. so they didn't give a fuck. Yeah. They're like, what? The most popular strip in the country? <laughs> <laughs> give me another cucumber, my like, do you guys know? Do you guys know what a metaphor is? Who cares? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, it, it just made me miss Bill Watterson all the more when I saw that. Yeah, I do recommend that um, documentary that Stripped. I think is on demand. Well, it's it, Dear oh Mr. the uh, the Kickstarter one. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. There's a, <laughs> especially for that that aspect of the comics industry we don't cover very often, uh, which is comic strips, which are are crazy near and dear to me. Mm-hmm. I saw a couple. I don't remember where I saw this. Some people complaining about stripped a bit, mm-hmm. which was. Uh, a great Depeche Mode song, but uh, is also covered by Rammstein later. All right. And then also, uh, apparently didn't, they, like, it's supposed to be about, like, where do comics go from here? And, and people are like, web comics. Yeah, yeah, they've already gone. It's like, but it, like, I feel like maybe, but, like, the only perps, there was some, I'm kind of butchering the conversation here, but it was something like the only people they talked to were, like, Penny Arcade and, like, one other person mm-hmm. when it's like, mm-hmm. Well, if the whole point was to show like this change in where it goes, like you don't really need to hypothesize because it happened. Yeah, it happened ten years ago, and there were so many people you could talk to, and it seems like they didn't, mm-hmm. and it, it just made this whole thing kind of bizarre. Like the answer already occurred. Yeah, and you're posing it like, whatever happened to the webcomic to the mm. to the comic strip? Well, I think it, it, it took the same road as the podcast, where it was a joke for a second, mm. and then while everybody was. It was it was being punchlined. Yeah. It accidentally became a medium. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, the Penny Arcade, at least, it got the notice of some uh, comic strip artists. I know Foxtrot's <clears throat> Bill Amend like is friendly with them, or he's mm. drawn like guest comics for him, and he's. Well, it seemed he, like that guy. If, if newspapers went under tomorrow, he'd make an amazing transition. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Bill Amend. Well, you would read his comics mm-hmm. for the longest time, and he was very plugged in. Like mm-hmm. they would. They would in Foxtrot like they when during the N sixty four era they mm. were using N sixty four controllers. If yeah. they were playing a game, it was a very specific yeah. reference to a recent game, and not very just specific Atari's War- game. Warcraft references. Does yeah. it does remind me? I would love to see. I every every four every six months I look up what's Aaron Regruder doing. <laughs> what is he doing? And well, apparently he makes a season of the Boondocks every three and a half years. Uh-huh. And the show so I the don't show think last officially is canceled? not canceled. It's like uh-huh. one of the few shows that Adult Swim doesn't own. Uh, yeah, so yeah. it's it's it does sort of operate it's on, on its own terms. It is of a higher uh, production caliber. So the same as Venture Brothers. Mm-hmm. Which is, well, hasn't had a new season. They do own Venture <laughs> Brothers. There was one last year. Oh, yeah. oh was there? <laughs> Can was you a, prove it to me? It was somehow? over in an instant. The, the, the Blu-ray comes out like I think ne- this week or next week. <sighs> for the what? Don't don't huff and puff. It's a great show. It, the, you chose okay. not to buy cable. No, pff, the last time they 
What? What? The show like went off the air. Like the last season For was like about twenty, two years. like twenty eleven. Like uh, yeah. we'll get back. Sopranos coached me on dealing with this. It's not a huge <laughs> deal as long as it comes back in a form that I yeah, like. Yeah, I'm fine that it comes back. It's just more like. But Bo- but Boondocks doesn't have like an, a rabid audience who's constantly asking. Whereas I think Magruder's a fucking genius. One of the few mm-hmm. to emerge in the last decade from the comic strip medium. And I would. He's a voice I truly miss, and I never got Boondocks. By the way, I just loved it. I love the collection. I read a few in the comic strips, and it, it didn't. It was tried out in my local newspaper when it was in its heyday in like the mid two thousands, but I knew it wouldn't be picked because it was a very conservative area of Florida, my my town, and so mm-hmm. no way would a comic strip of black children like mm-hmm. shouting at President Bush on the TV <laughs> would no way would that become a, a comic he, he has a whole, had a whole long running series about the ability to copy or to copy your own DVDs <laughs> up to and including like releasing like this code in the comic strip wow, that allows wow. you to, to break copyright it was censored in the comic like intentionally as a joke but like he's talking he was talking about a very serious program that allowed you to like Bypass the copyright on your. That's super plugged in. That's incredibly plugged in. And it, it, yeah. it, if you're doing it on a regular basis, it belongs on the web. And it was fucking wasted, wasted I, on. I guess in web comics they just don't make enough money. Like they're better off writing a TV show if they want to make. Money. Yeah, that's probably that's probably part of it. But he also made the most forward-thinking SNL movie, McGruder. Dave, that was that. Dave. Oh, Dave. Well, you know. I had some news. One more news. What? One more piece of news because I just finished watching True Detective and I'm like, wow, that was great. No spoilers. And then, and then for some reason, I was I hadn't loaded up the HBO Go app in a while. I'm like, I'm behind on Girls, and Girls is so fucking good. Oh yeah. And Lena Dunham is writing um, a Archie miniseries. What? I'm so fucking excited. Yeah, for an excuse it. to read Archie again. Yeah, like I think a four issue miniseries written by Lena Dunham. Oh, that is awesome. Man, oh, Lena Dunham's great. She's the best. So we're going to see Jughead nude at some point. It's like. <laughs> I, I don't know. Who's she, the one person that you don't want to see nude? There you go. I love it. I love it because I love that. I love Lena Dunham because yeah. every single criticism she gets, she then amplifies. Mm-hmm. And Well, but in like. People don't get. I. It took me a little bit to even get that on the show. That like, they're they kind of are. They're kind of shitty people. You're not yeah. supposed to like us. Yes. Like same with Seinfeld people. Well, I love that. Uh, I saw a clip from season three where like um, the the mousy Jewish one, uh, Shoshana. Sophie, Shoshana. She <laughs> she says like, oh, because you're a total narcissist. Like she just calls uh, Hannah a narcissist. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Call her out on that shit. Or with like when Marnie, I also saw a funny clip of Marnie singing mm-hmm. uh, the Kanye West song, and uh, it's very uncomfortable. Hmm. There's that's it's it's discomfort delivered at you in a different way. So it's not like overt, like curb your enthusiasm. Like for some reason, that whole show, the public domain music, the pal like nineteen ninety camcorder, the ex- <laughs> it, we know it's supposed to be excruciating. Whereas <laughs> Girls looks gorgeous, yeah. And has great music, but it, it is very much it should be enjoyed and digested in the same way Kirby and mm-hmm. Comic books, she's writing Archie. I'm really happy. Afterlife with Archie is getting darker <laughs> and weirder. Uh the Archie Zombie comic. It is so weird to see where Archie is going these days. It is, um, it is very interesting. Yeah, and I, I I talked about it a long time ago. I'd recommend looking up that New York Times article about the battle inside Archie. Of the oh, yeah, restraining she, order against the two. You crew. know, I had some. Ugh, I was kind of grossed out by it. Just uh, I read a news story about mm-hmm. that where it was 
the the police that was posted was on one of these like man why are people so mean to white men type <laughs> type stance but that that her and her thing that she called that the uh, the the woman who's in charge of art she's apparently a very not nice boss mm-hmm. and she calls like all the men who work for her a penis sometimes she's <laughs> like hey penis come over here <laughs> and oh, that would make me very so unarchy like well and then her defense, be so hard <laughs> and then to make her the perfect straw man for 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 conservatives who feel that white men get picked on she says like Oh, so what I mean to them? They're white men. They're 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 the top race. Like I, it's not discrimination. Like that was her defense. You weren't here for this, Elson. She has a restraining order and is is still was still the CEO of Archie, but not allowed in the Archie headquarters. Wow. <laughs> she sounds like quite the lady. Seriously. All I'm, right, your questions of the week from last week. Let's talk about them. Um, want to make sex with her? The question <laughs> is: What comic office at any point in time would you like to visit? And uh, EC, I modify mine. In a very did anyone say Mad Magazine? EC, like the EC area, the William oh, Gaines. EC. Okay, uh, yeah, that'd be fucking great. Just if it to see if it matches what happened in that one Simpsons <laughs> episode. <laughs> uh, Super Giraffe, uh, one of the usual first uh, repliers, says Bill Watterson's office when he was still working, Ooh. or Image when it first started. Say what you want about those early image books, but I bet all those dudes were super excited and a blast to be around once they got created for freedom. Uh, let's see. Cody Stovall says the DC Entertainment Office is now. I saw a video of Blair Butler's tour and was amazed. Mm. I just didn't seem all that amazed. But uh, to think you to think you look for anything Marvel there, made rude comments about Man of Steel, or is disappointed in any way makes me want to put all of Brett Elston's Spider-Man figures in a sock and beat you with it. <laughs> Can you swing a sack of Spider-Man figures? Well, wait. First, I, of, first of all, I'll go buy you enough of other Spider-Mans to put in a bag. Leave, I could, leave mine out of this. I could launch into a rant about why Man of Steel is a good movie and why the character needed in whatever. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but I don't care what you think about it anymore since you haven't said or refused to say much of anything positive about the film or address any real problems the film has, such as not needing to be broken up chronologically. Thank you, Cody Stovall. And I really like your funny... Uh, Mickey Mouse abuse, uh, duck abuse image. I think that's a pretty funny image. So. I find no humor in that. It's fun, but yeah, I haven't seen it. <laughs> but thank you, Cody Stovall. Um, Henry, what what's wrong with Man of Steel? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. It's a great film. So good. No, it's, uh, it's not a great film, but I mean. Oh, the, okay. I, I wait, he, this I is an interesting one. To, I think he did need to kill Zod. Smars writes homage homage studios in the 90s i remember when they would occasionally show pictures of it in wizard if you don't know homage studios it was meant to be jim lee was going to start an art house uh publishing branch of Wildstorm. it didn't last very long but it was meant to just get high level artists to get to do what they wanted to do uh oh awkward loser said i want to see alan moore's office in the 80s mostly so i can look at all the weird rape depictions he's forced various (laughs) artists to draw over the years Ooh, boy. A bus full of nuns, right? Marvel right now. 
and during the bankruptcy in the 1990s. Ooh, ooh, I yeah. want to see the slow realization that their shit was fucked. <laughs> that is actually... I really like To be a one. fly on the wall, to some degree, go read that Life of Riley series. Oh, man. I mean, yeah. it's a long, long read, but like it's amazing. It is great. It's almost week by week. Like, here's how Spider-Man went off the rails. Yeah. Was Life of Riley? And- it's called Life of Riley, but it's this blog like written... <laughs> By... Funnily enough, that's what uh, Slain Puddle brings up. Oh, yeah? I want to visit Marvel Studios. Well, not Studios, but Marvel when the Clone Saga happened. I was interested in what happened there when I read a blog Brett recommended a while back. Oh, it's so good. It's yeah. been a couple years since I read it. I the Life s- of Riley is great. I might start again tonight. And Batman Boy, who I don't think is, uh, I've seen his name in a while, said, I think I'd like to see Marvel in the 1990s. To be honest, I'd love to see the rationale and process at the time of all the insane year-long crossovers and weird plot decisions that almost bankrupt them. Again, some of that gets touched on. Well, I would say more so what bankrupt them, though, was the uh, they were owned by a company that just wanted their stock to go up. So they just would make decisions of like, oh, let's say we're making a Spider-Man movie. Then the stock options will go up. Let's say this. Let's say, And then also the comics were tanked. They were shit. Yeah, Yeah, they were not great. Not but it, it was weird because they did things like it's just such a weird like while the comics were like really like lacking any like big stars and, and like and even things that were good like Mark Wade's cap like it just probably wasn't selling either because mm-hmm. so many people just checked out yeah and the boom the, burst there because was the bust, there was yeah. the bust of like new number ones and foil variants and comics as a investment and it's like mm-hmm. no you just need to be enjoying this and reading them uh, but at the same time. Marvel's cartoons and toys were flooding everywhere. Like, the Iron Man toy line had, like, five different waves. Fantastic Four, Ghost Rider. Like, so many toy lines. Not to mention all the Capcom games. Like, there was a lot of... Marvel was very omnipresent as far as multimedia. It just didn't have a live-action movie series. And there really wasn't anything on TV as far as live-action. It was all cartoons. Mm -hmm. But they were big. And then, somehow, while all that's happening, the comics got bad... And then, yeah, their parent company also, whatever. Mm. But, yeah, it all eventually leads to, whoops, we go bankrupt all, the same year that X-Men 1 comes out in theaters. I it think. was very weird timing. No, it was. It pretty yeah, much 2000. was. And then it's like, and then that was the start of them getting out of that it. That finally fixed it. Was them. So, it was such a weird story. All right. So, this week, question of the week, based on the conversation we just had about comic strips... Do you have a web comic that you would suggest people should read? Mm. Or just a comic you've read on the web that you would suggest to people? I have a couple lined up if you guys don't have anything. But uh, uh, The first one I want to mention is one I just discovered called... Uh, well, not just discovered, but uh, it's one called uh, Short Packed. Mm. Oh, I did like the one you linked Yeah, around. it was a great one. It... Uh, what I like about it is that it has like a very like uh, weird LGBT vibe to it, but like one of the, the one of the main characters in the book is gay, but it's not a thing, and then other characters are just kind of gay or kind of not gay, depending on the story. But then it's also just super geeky. A lot about Transformers, but not just Transformers. I did like the Transformer bit about whether it's like Prime. Op- they land That's on the, a great one. They land yeah. on the planet. Optimus Prime is like, guys, okay, we have to. Scan, scan the landscape and turn into innocuous things so we can blend in and not people won't realize we're robot aliens. And it's, it's like, hi, I'm Wheeljack. Oh, I look like some weird car that only exists in one part of the country, but, you know, 
uh, whatever, it's fine. And like, oh, well, I'm Mirage. I'm an indie sports car. And it's like, well, you're probably okay if you stay off the road, I guess, <laughs> in just public streets. And then, like, I'm Cosmo, the UFO. It's like, and it just primes eye squint. Yes. It's like, it's yeah. just this great, like, oh, yeah, they're doing a really bad job. <laughs> they're not very good at being in disguise. Yeah, it was, it has a lot of very funny comics in it that, uh, it, it has some nice, fun comic continuity as well that I really like. Um, so I don't have ones that I'm super into, but I've, I've always kind of liked uh, Nedroid, which uh, yeah, is yeah. kind of just this weird, absurdist thing. And uh, one that's uh, they haven't updated in a while, but it's the one webcomic that when I'm like, I just want something to look at that I know is funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Eat That Toast, and they have this one comic. Uh, I don't know what the official title of it is, but when I look for it, I always just type Milady. M uh, apostrophe lady fedora and it's this comic about a guy who just says milady and he has a fedora and it grosses out all the women around <laughs> and it's just like that's just like such a thing that has been on the internet over the last year is like nice guys fedoras I'm such a m'lady. nice guy hey I'm a nice guy yeah milady I saw a great anti-fedora comic which was it uh well this was just a like an imager picture but it uh it was a picture of kool-aid man busting through a wall yeah and, but he had a fedora on his hat and glasses and he said well actually i did have a uh, that's actually really great well <laughs> actually men are victims of <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I actually passed by an apartment like who had their window like the window shades up and mm-hmm. it was a fedora on top of a bunch of clothes like dirty clothes and I wanted to take a picture and write Melandry <laughs> but I felt like it was an invasion of privacy but it was just like so perfect mm-hmm. should have done that. My, roommate, my roommate used to my old roommate pre-Tyler used to come back here and he would just film people fucking Okay. Uh, from from street level. Uh, okay, is this uh, back when your next door neighbors like didn't argue and they fucked instead? Yeah, moving on. Uh, <laughs> hope they can't Google that. Um, <laughs> um, I want to I want to plug mainstream links like Oatmeal and Penny Arcade, which I do think are are consistently funny. It, weirdly, I don't have a a cycle of web comics anymore, yeah. mm-hmm. but I follow uh, so many people on Facebook and Twitter. I am kind of caught up by links yeah. that like like-minded people send out but i want to say the funniest thing i've seen this one of the funniest things i've seen in 2014 this year occurred on gun show comics mm. which was daffy duck and bugs bunny rabbit season duck season oh yes done with done with the gay <laughs> marriage debate it is the greatest ending i've seen to anything it makes me happy to the point where i want to cry <laughs> it makes me laugh very hard I don't uh, want to ruin it. See, this was a question we should have saved for Grim when Grim was here. Yeah, Grim's all, uh, Grim will link. If there's a really great webcomic, Grim will usually link me to it. That, did he link you to that Zelda one? Did yeah, the animated GIF? Yeah. That was really funny. Uh, I don't remember. I get so many GIFs. <laughs> Brett, do you have one? Uh, yeah. Uh, I have two Tumblers. Okay. Uh, they're basically they serve the same function of webcomic, which is I mean, one is a webcomic. Um, first is uh, City Cyclops. Which is basically just Miles O'Brien at work from Next Gen- Star Trek Next Generation. <laughs> oh, I've seen that. It's one. just making fun of how O'Brien, like, so your job is the transporter chief. If all you do is transport people, like, what do you do? Mm. Every other, like, you just stand in that. 
console and like does Wait anyone someone does go, anyone need transporting? Hey, I need a transport. Like no, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> okay. It was just like a riff on that of just and so many of the panels are the same static like no mm. literally nothing is happening. And it's that lack of joke that is Well I like to I always liked O'Brien's face. I think he has a funny face. Yeah, the drawing is great. It conveys so much pathetic sadness. Mm-hmm. Um O'Brien has good moments in the show, but uh and then also uh let me open up my Tumblr. There's a reason they sent him to Deep Space Nine. Well, the show was also ending, so... Yeah, right, right. Uh, but uh, also, stand-up comic gifts on Tumblr, which is just, like, a bunch of stand-up, oh, yeah. stand-up from across time, but put into gifts with little captions underneath that just distill, like, an entire stand-up thing to just this one great joke that works as dialogue. Mm. And uh, Those are great. It's great, and it works great as, a, again, just follow, <laughs> follow a bunch of funny shit on Tumblr, mm. and that's basically what it becomes, is just things that make you laugh. I think Gren sent me that when it was Hannibal Burris yes. yeah. making yeah. a joke about... Uh, Bikes. Yeah, locking up a bike. <laughs> Who's going to steal a bike? I will. I'll throw I'll, it in I'll the Pacific, throw it in Pacific <laughs> Ocean. Or the nearest body of water from there. And anyway, yeah, I'm like, Grim, to, he didn't even, he sent it to me. I don't even think he realized that my bike just got jacked. <laughs> Uh, anyway, because that's, no, yeah. that's what turned me on. That's what made me follow was one of those Hannibal jokes, which was like, it's this bit where he's talking about apple juice. Yeah, yeah, and he's just like, I was just, yeah. It's such, it's a great, it's a great gag. But that, that, those, those, both two things I checked mm-hmm. every so often. Hannibal Burris is pretty funny. He played a homeless guy a few times on Thirty Rock. He also wrote for Thirty Rock. Oh really? Yeah. yeah there's the, one of my favorite Thirty Rock jokes. In the sixth season is where she's starting to wonder what even writers do anymore, what her job's going to be. And she sees a poster uh, for, like, Transformers 4, written by no one. <laughs> and, like, then he's this homeless guy who used to be a writer. who's like, hey, you got any money? Mm. He's, he's... One last one I want to suggest is Awkward Zombie, which I really mm. like, where... Uh, written by Katie like, something or other. Great Ace Attorney one. The Ace, she's had several good Ace Attorney ones. The the great one about localization of Ace Attorney was pretty funny. Really but I also, brilliant. I also from a person that really hurt. But I also liked. Uh, they had a great one that explained what can sometimes frustrate me about the Ace Attorney games, which is the guy says like. So, yeah, my brother was dead, and then this guy walked out with his tea kettle, and then I think it was this other guy that shot him, and the. Uh, so then Apollo Justice goes like oh the gun is hidden in the tea kettle he walked out with the tea kettle hey I want to present the tea kettle I don't see what that has to do with anything here let's hear the rest of this guy's life story alright but yeah so if you have a uh, webcomic you'd like to talk about how much you love do it in the forums in the question for this week's episode of the comic discussion section of forums on lasertimepodcast.com you know when i say that guys that's the end of the episode so plugs laser time bitch um this week is a fucking fantastic episode because it's a rerun um Yeah, well, I, my parents are visiting. I was out of town until like midnight on Sunday. Uh, and mommy and daddy. Why didn't you get your parents on the episode? Oh, you know, we had talked about that, but what I would, as a result, have to show them how I live. <laughs> Did not want to do that. Well, they must have seen your apartment. They had. My parents have not seen my apartment. Wow, that's mm-hmm. they do like, not. My amazing. parents stay in my. My mom stays in my. Apartment no, it, what sucks like is that they rent an. Does. They rent an apartment in the mission that's mm-hmm. almost cheaper than my rent. Um, well the thing is like when my mom says hey i don't want to spend money on a hotel room i can just sleep on your couch i'm like 
I think it'd be more comfortable for both of us if you just spent the money, but <laughs> I can't. I'll get half. Where yeah. do you clean your place up? Yeah, I clean it up when she comes, but it's. You see, I have a love seat. It's not a couch. It's a two seater. And people so. ask. People that, that love seat was room for you and then a stack of games. I'll, I clean it up when she comes. All right. Anyway, Dave. Uh, cheap podcast. We did an Elimination Chamber episode. We'll have one for WrestleMania, but probably something in between. Mm. Right. Uh, VGEmpire.com video game music podcast. Uh, recently done Blastcore and other games. Parappa? Parappa the Rapper. I mean, we do all kinds of stuff. Persona. Persona episode was one of the yeah one of the most popular ones recently. All right. So that's it all, guys. Uh, check us all out on LazyTimePodcast.com. And until next time, Excelsior! Excelsior.